Welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I'm Kevin Prendeville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our students, we're losing an entire generation. Now, today, as always, we'll be diving first into controversial subjects undaunted by political correctness. Now, cable and cable news is great if it's 1994, but I, I joke. But, but really, I saw a segment from Tucker Carlson a while ago um, about a study where the standards at colleges have been lowered. And I had not seen the study when I wrote the book, but I wish I had because it is part of the crime of the century. So I had some personal experience with this, and it was a professor in uh, a history class. History was my major, and it was a 400-level class, one of the top ones you could take. And so you would expect it to be really in-depth. And when I mean when I mean in-depth from a, a historical standpoint, I'm talking about uh, philosophies behind different things. Like we used to get into, in a, in a first-year seminar class, we got into uh, with one of my favorite professors who's in the book. I don't out in my name, obviously, but, you know, I talk about how he was really one of the guys I respected. Unfortunately, he's an older professor, and it doesn't paint a bright picture for the future if, if our younger professors, which I'll get into, act the way that this guy does. Anyways, our older professor had a, a, 105, a 150 class, so it's like, it's between sophomore, freshman um, years, for, for history students specifically. And we covered three people and three different time periods. We covered, um, was it Baron von Montesquieu in the late 1600s. We covered Voltaire in the late 1700s. And then we covered um, Spinoza, who was kind of in between in the in 1650 or so. And there was all, it was France and it was uh, the Netherlands, or Dutch, Holland, whatever you want to call it whatever it was at that point. I'm not well-versed in Dutch history, but um, it was kind of a splintered nation-state at that point. Um, regardless, that was a 150, and we got into all these different definitions of God and what these men, what their lives were like, what the, 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 the philosopher kings, why they believe what they believe, and it was really in-depth, really helped me understand for myself why I believe what I believe and why I don't believe what I don't believe in. Because you can go back and you can listen to what these people are saying, what their thought process is, how they came to it. And yeah, you have to shift, uh, really go through this, sift through this archaic language, because it's, you know, 1650, 1700. But, oh, and not only that, translated from French and Dutch, 1650 language. Regardless, when you sift through all that, you, you realize uh, you can have a better understanding of, of, of why you believe what you believe. And that's great. So you would expect a 400 level of the class to be that times 50. We're going back to Thomas Aquinas. We're going back to, you know, uh, Pliny. And we're going into uh, uh, Aristotle and, and all, all these really, really deep, you know, innate ideas versus the great idea, uh, you know, ideas are just, there and we can go reach them and, and they're already implanted. All of those metaphysical topics. You'd expect a 400 level class to go there. Wasn't my experience. With younger professors, professors who were not, who were from a generation closer to my own. Uh, the one in question we went, it was about um, environmentalism and history 
and that was and basically the class was set up so that you would be corralled into a leftist point of view on history and or environmentalism and one of uh, one of the topics we got to and it was interesting not in depth at all not in depth at all it was interesting but not in depth and the basic point it was centered around this book that was written in uh, the early 2000s and it was essentially about how sugar ruled the world and how sugar prices that were um, very high it was considered a spice in the 1700s and essentially um, colonists would go and look for sugar plantation that's why in Florida you have a lot of sugar plantations the Spanish were there it's why on uh, in Cuba and on, on those little islands the, in the Bahamas and around that area they're all covered in sugar plantations there are some islands that no longer exist because they were deforested completely and replaced with sugar cane which doesn't hold the soil as well um, that's all interesting and that's you know how the British went to India and they, there was a lot of sugar there and a lot of tea there and it changed the landscape of the world and had some relation to do with food. Why though is that a 400 level class and not an anecdote and a 200 level class? You know we don't need to go through what six months of you know uh, the environment changed because humans showed up or and what's worse too is they even took the what we talked about last week with the with the Indians they took the idea that the Indians were somehow more at peace and and harmony with the nature these guys scalped each other and sold you know the scalp of other humans for money it's not like they're there's some great hippie tribe that got killed by superior technology um, they were defeated peoples as we explored in depth last week and the point of the class ended up not being to teach us how history and environmentalism could somehow help the debate so much as uh, it turned into well you know environmentalism is happening and or not environmentalism uh, effects on the environment are happening and they're bad and it's all conservatives fault and it's all white people's fault that doesn't help anything that just just tries to ensure that college students will vote for Hillary Clinton which not many of them apparently did and when you think of the value that you're getting for thirty thousand dollars, that was that was thirty grand. So the not at the highest end of the spectrum, not the sixty thousand, not the ninety thousand dollars a semester. It's still the price of a decent automobile to learn about sugar and how white people are bad. I, I, there are plenty of street corners I can go to in L.A. to learn both of those things. You know, I don't need to spend that kind of money, or or, or my parents or or anyone who who pays for school. To, to, to learn that and so you think about and we've gone over debt a couple of times um, and the th three different types ugly debt bad debt and good debt where ugly debt will will sink you that's high interest and uh, short uh, repayment terms revolving debt you know credit cards that kind of stuff that's real ugly debt and then bad debt is where it's 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 not necessarily a high interest rate but these long repayment terms where the more money you spend and this is on a civil discourse where it talks about oper uh, compound interest the more money you end up spending that doesn't go to an income producing asset that opportunity cost keeps going up and up and up and you're killing your own compound interest so when you think of the cost of college education which is not helped by student loans because now 
these universities can charge almost anything, they know they'll get their money because the government loans them the money, and then the students paying the government or the bank for 20 years in some cases. I know 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds who are still paying their student loans, and that hurts what they can save for retirement, that hurts what they can save for family expenses, it's bankrupting the middle America. And then you're going to learn about sugar? I, 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 you know, what, what's, what's the value in that? What's the point in that? I'm, I'm not learning a, a, a trade skill. I'm not learning. I'm not coming to a better understanding of why I'm here. I'm not understanding why I should love America. I'm not understanding why the Soviets are bad. None of that stuff. And, and so you end up learning. It becomes kind of this indoctrination center because... If what you're learning in a class is politically motivated and those motivations obscure, distort, or ignore facts, then it becomes, okay, I learned this as the truth. So when somebody debates me, they're debating my truth. They're debating how I see the world. And that's where you get the symptom where all these college students are snowflakes. And you hear that over and over again. And it's true in most cases because when you're debating them, you're not attacking an idea, you're attacking how they see the world. It's, it, it, it's, like, it's like shooting a tank around at, at the base of a building. It's, it's blow the whole thing up if, if, it, if, if it comes crumbling down and they can't allow that to happen. So they can't even hear other voices because they can't bear to accept that somebody else might be right. And we really get into this, this horrible cycle of people don't want to hear anything other than how they've been told the world works because they don't go to a place and spend the money to go to a place that teaches them all of these different ideas. Now, I would be firmly, not against, but I would be opposed to colleges uh, preaching something uh, that, uh, you know, a Marxist philosophy. And in the, in the same I, sh I should rephrase that. So I would be against, like, like if a teacher was using Mein Kampf as the base for, for a lecture, and I I'm talking about like, oh, this Hitler guy was great. I hate Jews too. Unless it's Louis Farrakhan or somebody useful to the Democratic Party, you know, that, that would be a no-go. But, you know, if somebody wants to create an entire class, which they have done in California, about how white people are bad, and here's what Karl Marx has to say about it, that should be reacted to in the same way that, I'm going to cough here, so you're going to have to, That's <coughs> there we go. All right. So it should be reacted in the same way to if somebody, here, I'll yeah, make editing. So, no, I'm also, I just, I, I got to make sure that, I want to make sure that the editing, editing is smooth. So when somebody, talks about, oh, uh, Hitler was great, I hate the Jews. Again, unless it's Louis Farrakhan or someone on the, on, on the left or that's politically useful to the Democrats, you know, why, why would that allow, be allowed to, why would that professor be allowed to, to, to pontificate? Because he's using um, a philosophy that has led to the genocide of all of these different creeds and races and all of this stuff, all this bad stuff. Well, uh, communism has killed 26 million. It's killed another, you know, 20 in China. I was talking about the 26 comes from the Soviet Union. Another 20 in China. Uh, you know, you could argue that, that Hitler is a Marxist. He hated capitalism. And he killed another 10. So we're just piling bones on top of each other here. And 
and yet we're allowed, we think now that the wise people read Karl Marx. Wise people hate Karl Marx and with good reason. And, 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 and so when we pay 30 grand to be indoctrinated as a communist, then go into debt, and so we start to actually believe what the enemy has been telling us, that, that's not a recipe for success. So, so what do we do? I would say, honestly, the first thing we should do is get rid of the, the student loan debt. If not student loan debt, student loans, period. Just, just cut off the debt part. Um, and the reason is that would not create such an artificial demand where these universities could charge whatever they want. It would force them to cut down the gender studies bullcrap that nobody wants to pay for. It would force them to cut down on all the extraneous stuff because they don't have you know, all these people who think they need to go to college to get a decent job. You get paid well if you bring value to a lot of people or bring a tremendous value to a very small amount of people. You're in high demand, supply and demand. That's the basic economics. So just because you didn't go to school, didn't go to, to college, doesn't make you an idiot. Just because you didn't just because you found something else out of high school doesn't make you lesser than. So that's part of the, the, the culture we have to fight. But I would advocate for getting rid of student loans and then also changing the way we save because that would also get rid of the need for a 529 plan, which we've gone over. We've had two, uh, two episodes spotlighting it. And you, you save and save and save and save. And the only people that benefit are the universities and the government. And so, and it locks money away that you could be spending on something else. So, how, how, how then do we stop the American middle class from being bankrupt? And this is one of the ways, is not paying, not funding these communists, not paying for a lowered standard, yet, uh, in, in colleges, and yet still acting like you're going to Harvard. And... By not doing that, we're contributing to the crime of the century.